Thank you for listening to Tahlequah First United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. If you'd like to learn more about our church, you can go online at tahlequahumc.org. Thank you and have a blessed day. So in the month of August, what, I would, what I'm hoping for us to do is, is to be able to look at that thing or to be able to answer the question, whatever we do, we do it for Jesus. And I want you to, to let that um, stew in you and, and, and over the next few weeks as we um, go throughout our sermons. You know, next week we have a special speaker with our UMW Sunday, and I'm looking forward to hearing that and, and being with you all in worship. It's going to be nice to be on that side of the aisle for, for a change and, and to see um, you all and the UMW lead and children lead worship. And, and, and even the sermon topic and title really fits well into the sermon series of whatever we do. And so I want to invite you to open yourself up to whatever we do, we do it for Jesus. And you may need to be reminded of that. And the best way to be reminded of that is maybe memorizing this uh, bit of scripture. So let's, let's look at uh, Colossians 3.17 together. And let's read this together. And it will be on the screen. Whatever you do, whether in speech or action, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus and give thanks to God and the Father through him. So I want you to just look at that and hold on to that. That whatever you do, whether in speech or in action, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus and give thanks to God the Father through him. Now that's not all of our sermon. That'd be easy to leave it there and let you all stew on that and come back next week, but I'm not going to stop there because I'm obligated to at least preach a little bit so will you join with me in um, Colossians 3, and we're going to read verses 1 through 17. Let's listen to these words. Therefore, if you were raised with Christ, look for the things that are above where Christ is sitting at God's right side. Think about the things above, not the things on earth. You died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is your life, is revealed, then you will also be revealed with him in glory. So put to death the parts of your life that belong to the earth, such as sexual immorality, moral corruption, lust, evil desire, and greed, which is idolatry. The wrath of God is coming upon disobedient people because of these things. You you used to live this way, when you, were all, when you were alive to these things, but now set aside these things, such as anger, rage, malice, slander, and obscene language. Don't lie to each other. Take off the old human nature with practices and put on new nature, which is renewed in knowledge by conforming to the image of the one who created it. In this image, there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcised or nor uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, nor free, but Christ is all things and in all people. Therefore, as God's choice, holy and love, put on compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, Be tolerant with each other, and if someone has a complaint against anyone, forgive each other. As the Lord forgave you, also forgive each other. And over all these things put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity.
The peace of Christ must control your hearts, a peace into which you were called in one body and be thankful people. The word of Christ must live in you richly, teach and warn each other with all wisdom by the singing of psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Sing to God with gratitude in your hearts. Whatever you do, whether in speech or in action, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus and give thanks to God the Father through him. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Love, as Wesley says it, contains all things. And if we truly say we love God, that means that in everything we do, in every step and every breath that we take, from, from morning to night, we strive to live like Jesus. And, and I under, like, that's why I'm using the word strive to live like Jesus versus saying you will live like Jesus. Because saying you will live like Jesus won't work. It's not going to work. Because life's hard and difficult. And sometimes we find ourselves in those difficult situations and places that we just don't know what to do. And, and we may do something that may not be really showing God's love because sometimes that's where we go. And we fall short of living like Jesus. But you know, the question you should ask yourself at the end of the day is, did you do all the good you can? in all the ways that you can, in all the places you can, and at all the times you can. And yeah, you're going to be able to answer yes to all those questions, and, and, and hopefully like your yeses are more than your noes. And hopefully you know, those times when, when you're living a life and, and things are going, um, you know that you're living in the moment of living in God's presence, and you just smile and thank God for that moment. It's key to our growth and, and living into growing to be like Jesus. See, we don't expect that the moment you become baptized, it's like, it doesn't, like, it's not an end-all, be-all. It's a continuous journey. It's something that we learn to strive and grow and, and move forward on and, and, and celebrate who we were, but, but, but move on to striving towards perfection, to be like Jesus. And, and the more that we do that, the more that we live into that, the more we show the kingdom of God to the world. See, our, our, our self, our, our faith isn't just this personal thing that we bottle up and hold on to. Our, our faith is this thing that, that we live out and show the God, that in whatever, show the world that in whatever we do, we're doing it because we love Jesus. And we want to show the world what loving Jesus looks like. It's that simple, isn't it? And so whatever you do, Try to be like Jesus and show the world what Jesus looks like. I know it's hard. I know it's difficult. I know sometimes we're faced with those difficult situations where we wonder if God's really around. And I know that sometimes we wonder if God is really hearing our prayers. And I know that sometimes we wonder, you know, when we look at what's going on in the world, if we really wonder if God is at work in this world. I believe God is. And you know how I know? Watch the first responders. 
Watch those people who were first there to those tragic shooting scenes. Watch those people who are there in the midst of the floods and the storms. Watch those people who are going into our schools and being teachers and administrators and uh, help and going into the schools. Because it's not easy. It never has been. Let's be honest about that. It was just as hard as being in the schools in the 50s as it is today. Yes, there are other things that they deal with, but you know, some of you lived in a day where you did have to do those atom bomb drills. Get your head under your desk, which I still, I've watched those videos. I know what, I've seen what atom bombs can do. I don't know if getting under a desk would have ever really have done any help. But that was a fear that you all face. These kids and teachers that go to school today fear whether or not they're going to come home because something may be, happen at school. But what if, what if those of us that are in the school, what if those of you that, that are there can be the light of Christ for this world? That helps it be that much better. It's kind of like an LED light. One LED light can do a whole lot of really good but you put, it one of the, you put like a little plate of LED lights together and you let it go, man, those things are bright. I can't tell you the number of times I've, I've had my face looking at them and someone turns it on and then the next day, you know, you can't see. But if we can just be a small, unanxious presence in this world and be willing to share God's love with the world in whatever we do, we're doing it to share God's love could you imagine the impact we would make on Tahlequah? Just us, just here today, just those of us that are here and listening online, just imagine if, if we just decided to do all the good we can in all the places we can, at all the times we can, in all the places we can, to all the people we can. You know that famous John Wesley quote that's not really John Wesley, but I'll, that's a whole other sermon. Yes, he's attributed it to it. I'll give it to him in that ways. But because you imagine if we did those things, if we did all the good, could you imagine what this world would look like? Could you imagine some of those stresses that the kids have to deal with today, that they'd go away? Because we would be there to be a first responder, to be a loving and caring, graceful person in that kid's life. And you know what's really crazy about this? You don't even have to tell them about Jesus. You just have to model it. And you know how I know that? I'm living proof of that. I had people in my life that were Methodists, that attended the Methodist church, who were, I mean, literally helped me in the darkest times of my life, but never once told me about Jesus. They modeled a life that looked like Jesus. And then when I started asking questions, and then when I showed up to church, and seeing people in the choir whom I love and, and care for, seeing people who had taken care of me, seeing them sitting in the pews next to me, and, and yes, seeing even some of those ones that had disciplined me who you know, still discipline me even at church because sometimes I need it. Even still today, I'm moving towards perfection. And so are you. In our scripture reading today, what I love about this reading, this is, this is one of those readings that we can hold each other accountable for. This is one of those things that, that, and it's not like a checklist of things that you agree to do or don't agree to do, but it's a standard. It's a thing that we can use to measure up whether or not we're living the way that God has called us to live. And, and Paul is writing to this particular community for this particular reason. Obviously, they had some problems. 
Or else he would have said, hey, everything's, do- everything's going okay. You all continue doing what you're doing. Good luck. God be with you. Obviously, that wasn't the problem, was it? They obviously had some issues. And you can see those here in verses, well, 5 through 11. But then it shifts. Therefore, as God's choice, holy and loved, put on compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Be tolerant with each other. And if someone has a complaint against anyone, forgive each other, just as the Lord has forgiven you. So also forgive each other. And over all these things, and this is the most important thing to me, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. And so this week, whatever you do, whether in speech or in action, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I love how he adds to this. It's not just about Jesus. And give thanks to God, the Father through him. Live the best life that you can. Be like Jesus. And give thanks to God. We do those two things. And some of these problems that we have going on in our world will go away. I believe it. But we have to live like Jesus. And not anybody else. We have to let ourselves, our former selves, go away. We have to leave the past behind, and we have to be like Jesus. That's a tough charge to take, but you know what's really good about coming to church? You're in a room with people who are on the same journey you are, who are striving to be like Jesus. And if you're not there yet, give it a try. See what happens. You'll be amazed at where God will take you. Let us pray. Thank you for listening to Tahlequah First Year Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. If you'd love to join us in person, we worship at 10 o'clock on Sunday mornings. And you can find out more information about us by going online at tahlequahumc.org.